1: is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I am an man, and a man is who I am. I am an... That's too high, darling. I did say that. I did say that. Hello, I'm here with Tom Walker. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm very well. Pleasure to be here. You look um, great. You've still got thank your hair. You. Yes, I had my hair cut recently under lockdown circumstances. So I had to do very similar to this. I did it over Zoom. Oh, really? What a Zoom what, haircut! They can do that with the scissors yeah, through the I, screen, and it, it's incredible what you can do with technology. It's amazing, these days. isn't it? Technology? It's amazing, isn't it? And you we'll you know. talk about that later. But you've really taken technology by the cock, and you've squeezed, haven't you? I've, I've squeezed, squeezed, and when I squeeze cock. Yeah, stuff Stuff comes comes out. And I'm really going to be looking forward to picking through that stuff and seeing what we can find inside it, because I'm sure there's... some so am I, so am I. I remember when you were getting very stressed about various things with your career, because you're a man full of energy and fire and cholesterol. Mm. And I remember there was a time when you were actually pulling out clumps of your hair in a rage. Has that all gone? Uh, You can still see the odd remnants of it. What I've done since then, because I went to see someone about it, Yes, um, and I just plait my hair now. Quite dreadlocky, actually. It is. It is. What I really want is for it to get to that point where it's quite matted. Sometimes you see someone with dreadlocks, and you go, oh, "That looks lovely." Normally, it's sort of. I don't think I've ever thought of Glastonbury. Really, I'm um, not, well, or maybe, maybe it might be you your know, prejudice. Well, it might, might be a prejudice. I mean, of maybe, really maybe a true. genuine dreadlock. A genuine Dreadlock. dreadlocker. No, I want dreadlocks, you know, not like a genuine dreadlocker. I want it to be that sort of trustafarian, the thirty-five-year-old sort of uh, Glastonbury, someone who looks like you know, if you went near their genitals, it would smell. Because you keep your genitals very clean, don't you? That's the one uh, good thing people say about you is well, at least it keeps his cock clean. When it comes to cocks, balls, fannies, all of the genitalias, uh, present as you would wish to be presented to. Bald as a coot. Smelling mm. a lavender. Yes. But and For me. You've got to do for it. For me. It's got to be done. For me. Especially mm. on stage. There's nothing worse than being on stage. Especially if you're doing some sort of dangerous physical theatre piece, as I know you like oh, to God. do. You know, a lot of yeah, artistic, yeah, yeah. you know, you're hanging on barbed wire with your cock flapping. Oh, not a lot good, of cock oh, so good. far, hasn't there? I'm sorry right. about that. But if there's yeah. a bit of a cliff, the audience will find it very hard to suspend their disbelief. How's your lockdown? <laughs> I've got to be honest with you, I'm bored. Oh, shitless. Are you leaving um, the house or are you terrified? I'm not terrified, but I'm rarely leaving the house.
0: Rarely. And is that
1: because they tell you? Because I live in the middle of Whitechapel and Ugh. you walk outside and everyone's so fucking ugly. And there's um, a lot of murders, I imagine. Well, I'm actually, oddly enough, reading a book about Jack the Ripper written by Bruce Robinson, who wrote with Nell. Oh, yes, it's a fascinating yes. Read. It's fascinating read. I've heard about that. Read. He thinks he's got, he's awesome. got the answer. He's He's, he's, bonkers. he's got his man. He's, he's got, got his, his man. man. It's very well researched. And the police are bastards. They covered it up. But my point being, because I'm learning about all these juicy murders in the area that I live, and lockdown's very boring, mm. maybe it's time to... You Recreate? Know, uh, homage. How does one homage... Um... Well, with theatre. We do it with theatre. Me and Sue recently, Sue Clinch, my best friend, we did a version of Jason and the Argonauts around the park. You know, Sue was the oh, boat. Oh, lovely. And I just rode her around and around, and it was beautiful. And people loved (laughs) it. Are you suffering actor shrinkage at all? You know, when your soul shrinks because you haven't performed for long. Bank shrinkage, you money. money shrinkage, money. You shrinking. know, the, yeah. yeah. Still, I mean, do you feel like if I don't perform soon, I'm going to explode? For Not me, eating? it's never really been about the love. It's always been about the, the dosh. You know, the dosh. Because sure, sure. I mean, that's but, why you got out. I don't of know it, about you. It. I mean, that's that's why most people go into the arts, isn't it? I do it because there is a little part in the middle of my soul that is on fire, and only getting on stage will extinguish that flame and stop me burning. Have you tried a cream for that? Uh, no, I tried Gaviscon, but it wasn't the same, and it doesn't reach the soul. But anyway, yes, as you were saying, we, we first crossed paths the first time in that wonderful play. Do you remember that many years ago? I now, do, this is I do. Before you become the internet sensation. Jonathan Pye. We appeared many years ago in that wonderful play. It was a farce, I think. What was it? Who bummed the butler? Do you remember that? Who bummed the butler? I too. I do. Where did you join? Because you weren't the original. Because you were the butler, weren't you? At Western Supermare, I joined. I, I had a day's rehearsal. And then I had to knit back to London the afternoon of the first performance to have my anus bleached. Because, of course, it was part of the plot. That was a very audiovisual piece. One of the first times they used Mm. actual colonoscopy in theatre. Really incredibly brave. We remember the director, Tim Stickler. And you were not sure about this, I think, when we first started. You were saying, is this really necessary to show the inside of my anus? And he said, well, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, I thought we... I mean, it's more of a farce, you know, it's more sort of opening doors and getting in the wrong yeah. bed and all that. But in the end, how did you feel when they um, actually went up there? Was there any part of you that regretted taking the job? Only my anus. The rest of me, I learned so much. I learned so much from from the whole cast, but from, I mean, you and I got on like a house on fire oh, from moment God, one. It was a scream. It was the first role, I have to say, where I inhabited that butler. Yes, you became i was butler. I was inside of him. If you remember, the director would often take you home after the play and get you to keep on butlering for him.
0: Oh, but I learned so
1: many skills: chefing, yep. cleaning, mm-hmm. sewing, mm-hmm. boot polishing. Like Six that. months after the show closed, I was still there. And, and was he paying a you? A lot of actors. Were you getting any no money back? Oh, no, no. It was all part of the process. It was all part of the process. For many actors, the process starts before they walk on stage. They learn their lines, for example, yeah. or they read mm-hmm. the. Pair, they learn how to example. act. For yeah, me, aim, they learn it. how to act. For me, the process only really starts to mm. take fold, normally around about the interval of the final performance. Right. And that's why I stayed with him for six months, because I, it, it's afterwards. You just got interesting it to me, and you didn't want to get out of it, because you discovered gold. I didn't to... But I still stand by the fact that it was a very good performance, and I think you should feel nothing but pride. I really do. Such a shame you didn't have any lines. No. But great. I think sometimes if you look at uh, some of the greatest acting performances, Schwarzenegger in The Terminator. Lassie very in the Terminator yes in the Lassie and the Terminator she was great remember that bit where she just leaps at him and shoots her dead but it's a real pain in those eyes I think dogs are better than humans I do and I think if I've always said this I used to say this to my late husband John Smells. I said I would not be against a dog directing me they've got an instinct that humans don't have you know I tell you what they've got is they've got a wonderful sense of space they can smell a hit you know they can smell it from miles off so on to the tom hawker story talking to actors trying to understand their process we're talking to actors actors yeah they rule the world you weren't as famous as me not very long ago and now you're arguably more famous <laughs> do you take a sort of cruel pleasure in that yes yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. But again, I, I think a lot of people get into acting to express themselves, to say something about themselves. There's something rather cathartic about it for some mm. people. For me, it's about just all those fuckers mm. that have pissed me off along yeah. the way. Yeah, Tim Stickler. Screw you. So. Yeah, I can now say to Tim Stickler, "Have you got a quarter of a million followers on YouTube?" No, you bloody haven't. Again, Sue Pollard. So for me, uh, it brings me no joy that I'm more famous than you because you are deserving of fame. Oh, thank you. But, you but generally... Is it true, I heard someone tell me you've got a list of all the other actors you've worked with or just seen on telly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a list of how many Twitter followers they have and you slowly cross them off like a sort of hit list as you beat them. Is that true? That is yeah. a- absolutely true. The original guy that played Martin Fowler from EastEnders. Oh, yes. Uh, not the one who was Tucker Jenkins, the one before that. Oh, that. no, not Martin, that's his brother. He was, uh, oh, you're thinking of Todd Carty. Todd Carty? Now Todd Carty. As of four weeks ago, I've got 13 more Twitter followers than Todd Carty. So he can find himself. Thirteen. This is what the fame game, 13, but unrising. Well, no one else is going Um, to start following him now, are they? He's done. Well, of course they're bloody not, especially after listening to this. And this is what the fame game is all about. So the Tom Walker story. Tom Walker. That's a funny Funny. name, isn't it? Tom Mm. Walker. What does that mean? I love it. It's very uh, Celtic. uh, Thank you very much. Well, very few people really know the etymology of the word Tom. But Tom. The word Tom, um, it's actually short for thomas. If Fuck off. Thomas, yes. If you've heard of a thomas or a thomas. I think I wore a one. Once. version. Yes. Isn't a yeah. thomas a kind of medieval pantaloon mm-hmm pantaloon, but fun. with a with a chain that attaches to your mittens. These metal mittens, things, and then there's a hat on top, and it all yes. forms into one. So stick. it's an all in one, really. It's like yes, yeah, it's sort like of a, a medieval armor. It's a medieval onesie, absolutely. So but that's the, with Thomas. you know a hole for all that mm. stuff. So that's what Walker, Walker. What about What about A Walker. Well, believe it or not, it's a very, it's ye oldie English. Yeah, Um oh good. You know, they used to press grapes. Oh, in the vineyards, By ch- ch- stick ch- some ch- grapes ch- in a bucket, in the vineyard. stand on top of it for um, a bit, got some Chardonnay. Yeah. So that's what a walker was. That's so really? Basically, I'm a medieval onesie who makes wine. So, so probably somewhere back you. in the mists of time, there's a great, great, great grandfather who is exactly doing that right now, but in the past. Do you She's believe wine. in past lives? And do you ever use those in your acting? Because um, I went through a long yeah. period when I was playing a maid, to Henry VIII in, um, in Henry VIII's Maid. Mm-hmm. And I really felt, you know, I went through a lot to get into that character. I really looked back through the ages. I did a lot of hypnosis, a lot of chanting, a lot of drugs. And in the end, I felt I was that maid. And I really mm-hmm. think there was something in it. Unfortunately, after the play, I remember quizzing the writer and he said he'd made the character up, which really upset me, actually, because I was convinced yeah. that I'd actually connected with her. And it made yeah. me look like an absolute tit because I'd talked to the press about it. But do you ever connect to your ancestors when you're acting? Well, a very similar thing happened to me. I was once a supporting artist, oh. which is sometimes very horribly known as extra work, but it was a supporting but artist. Not an extra, if anything. They're the foundation they're on which the... we build. Thank you. I mean, um, not them or anything, but you know. God no, but uh, so I was a supporting artist on the set of Boone with Michael Elphick, and I was it was two days, and I got paid sixty pounds a day, of playing a bit of an eighties thief, white boy. Didn't have any lines or anything, but like oh, I say, yeah, I don't yeah. really, I don't really. Well, you re- you anything. never did until you started doing your own stuff. did you? I I read really I famous for not, not actually getting any lines, but I connected. And when you with did them, get them, you forgot them. Why bother fucking learning them? I know. That's my, that's my, I think that's the thing. I mean, if I could just digress slightly, this is yes. the problem with a lot of actors, mm. right? This is a problem with a lot of them, mm. is they think they can get the script, mm-hmm. learn the lines, Man. turn up on set, mm-hmm. say the lines in yeah. a way that is realistic for the context within which this piece is being sure. performed. Sure, sure, sure. Say cut, go home, that's it nonsense for mm. me i don't look at the script i tend not to mm. i like to well because uh, none like of the you... lines are yours so there's no point for it's us absolutely now. ridiculous some of these lines are awful yeah my kingdom for a horse what's it mean no one oh, would ever fuck. well it means i'll give you no my one kingdom. would ever say that yes exactly well, it means what it
0: means, it means it I'll, I'll give
1: you my kingdom um if you can fit it on a horse or something
0: for I, don't a horse. I don't know. I
1: don't. I don't I'm yeah. Shakespeare. I love Shakespeare. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I literally breathe out Shakespeare as I'm yes. walking, and people I guff him. It's offensive. It's very offensive. But yeah. But um, at the same time, I don't know what any of it's on about. For me, uh, to leave the script aside, mm-hmm. uh, a month before, maybe six to eight weeks before, mm-hmm. go live in a kibbutz, do some humming, yeah. chanting, uh, fishing, smelling, fishing.
0: Yeah.
1: Pushing, hopping, pushing. people. Yeah. Like go that. on holiday, essentially. Yeah. Um and then turn up and see what happens. And sometimes, sometimes that's how you can find the magic. Mm. But this absolute nonsense of learning your lines and, and I burn a hundred scripts for one second of truth. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So anyway, it's almost there, as if yes. yes, sorry, go on, go on, John, you were yes. there on the set of boon. Or boom? I was there on the set of boon. Yeah, boon. Um, I don't know if you remember the theme tune boom. to Boone. Do you boom. remember the theme yes. tune to boom? Oh, was it um, boom, boom, ha-ho. boom, I want you in the room? <laughs> was it that? <laughs> no. no. What no, was it? Darling. Um, yeah. It was ha-ho, silver yeah. lining. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. That's Lovely. Anyway, so I was playing this sort of imp-ish, sort of cockney, wide boy. child, sure. wide boy. And on the way home, uh, before I knew it, I mugged six people wow. and um, beaten an old granny to within an inch of her life. Well, and did you know you were doing this, or were you? I knew I was doing it, but as the character, um, which oh. was was unnamed in the cast list at the end, but I called him Chris. Chris. Okay, Chris. That's a good name, Chris. So uh, surname or just Chris? Didn't envelope. He? Didn't he? Chris, envelope. Chris, en- Chris, envelope, Chris? Chris envelope. Chris envelope. Chris Envelope. Was that because uh, that, you just saw an envelope? Be honest with me. It was, wasn't it? I knew it. Yeah, okay.
0: I could see the... no,
1: that. A lot of characters <laughs> come out that way, you know? Yeah. 20 years after I've played the character, I've just had to make up his... I, I felt know, that it didn't... Some, use... Like you said earlier, sometimes it's 20 years after the performance when you really click who that guy was. When you really click you know? And I just have... It's just a real his shame because everyone's gone home. His name was... from the theatre. I mean, when, when was the last time anyone watched an episode of Boone?
0: That's a good question, uh,
1: actually. There must be some people out there who go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stick on a bit of Boone. It must be on UK Play somewhere. Who's doing that? And that's no offence to Boone. It's just, you know, it's had its day. There's so much stuff out there. Get Netflix, you idiots. I saw advertised yesterday on the television, why not watch The Bill from the very top? And you think, why? Why, yes. Why but watch true? an episode of The Bill from 1987? Well, it may be relevant to now, because we're back in the 80s in some ways, aren't we? But, you know, sorry to get achingly political there, but I can't help it. But um, we, <laughs> I think the whole lockdown experience is making us ask, why do we do anything? Do you find that? I sort of start to read a book and then think, well, why? In all honesty, not that I've been untruthful at all, and in all seriousness, not that I've not been serious, um, the phrase that comes to mind is, because it's highly pretentious to say so, is this sense of ennui. Yes. Which I had to look up to know what it meant. Uh, Not the football. It's a sense of what's the fucking point? Yeah. Why bloody point? Why do I bother to do, why are we doing this? that's the first thing that springs to mind right now. Yes, the one thing... What is the I could see it on your this? face seconds into the interview. Oh, God. One thing, I mean, I find shitting, I feel that's all right because I need to shit. Right? If I don't shit... I, I, I tell you explode. what... And I've Sue Clinch, my best friend, hasn't, and she is full of it right now. Oh, she looks like Violet Boulogard. Yes. But with poo instead of blueberries. I, 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 so it's sort of a brown blueberry? Yes. A it. A it. Is a that it. a thing? One of those things, a, a Klingon. A Klingon. Uh, okay, I right. always called, oh, yes. called them okay. yes. I thought yes, you yes. were describing a new fruit to me, but no. No, 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 no. They're not very it? tasty. No, I've had some marvellous lockdown poos. Yes. Marvellous. Some Look, almost forward. spiritual. Because it has a point. Reading a book doesn't. Yeah. Because, the, because the world is, it's all over. <laughs> yeah. God. Well, we've had a lovely chat. I think I've only got about 20 minutes max. Oh, shit, sorry. 50. No, that's all right. No, I've enjoyed it, darling. But we should probably get into some of these questions. So, right. Tom Walker's story, it begins with the birth. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened before that. Don't remember it, but yes, apparently. You don't remember it. Do you use no. any of that in your acting nowadays? Do you ever... The, the Me not remembering my own birth yes. is something that I, that I I use almost daily in my acting. Right, yeah, yeah. Is that that, that just sense of slight confusion, sadness... I don't remember. It's the one thing that connects me with every character I've played is that no character I've ever played remembers their own birth. And therefore, that's a really good starting point for me. Do you think you could play a character who did remember? Or do you think that would be too much of a leap? Is that like asking you to, you know, play? I think I could an play organ. anything. You think I you can, can play anything? Can. You dare say that? Any- I love that. I love <laughs> that. Because, well, You've I mean, it's, it's clear with your character, Jonathan Pye, because it's an absolute world away from who you are. Uh, well i mean i had no idea it was you for years you know i mean that's the thing and it's it's all prosthetic voice your face your nothing i mean your anger i i'm not fucking angry so i mean no no No. you were um, born and where was that was Was that in in england that was in rural Somerset, yes. Oh yeah. rural Somerset? I don't detect an mm. accent. Did you lose it? Well it's there, it is there, but oh, I had it beat, Yeah, no, I had it beaten out of me at drama school. Was that Martin Nesta Martin Nesta was there. Yes. Because we absolutely no we were at drama school together. Yes. So, I wasn't uh, meant to be there. But well, well, you were you absolutely. were working in the canteen, weren't you? Yes, um, I was working in the canteen and then Martin Nesta, let me take you for a term. We did um Shapes. Do you remember we did a, you had Shakespeare? Chekhov, uh, mask work, and then I just did shapes. You did shapes. Which was um, where we became triangle, square. Square. I don't think we got to rhombus. Did we get to rhombus? Well, I remember we, uh, what was he called? Jezzy or something. Um, He put his back out doing an octagon. Yes, he did, didn't he? And that was when, Um, oh God, yes, and I was asked to leave after that. You were. I mean, they said when they got me in, they said, because, you know, I had acted and I talked it up a bit. They said, we hoped you'd teach them some acting rather than just shapes. But I think it all begins with shapes. Can you teach acting, really? Who can do it? I can't. I've yet to meet anyone who can actually do it. I've yet to meet an actor where I go, you're good at acting. But that's more because m- I won't give compliments to other actors, you know. Why would you? All I do is, I, like I say, if I see an actor do a decent acting performance, I immediately look them up on Twitter to see how many Twitter followers they've got. Yep, and true. if I've got more Twitter followers than they have, I'm a better actor. Yes, then they can't possibly suggest they're in any way better, you know. If they've got more Twitter followers than me, yeah. I they're cheating. bully... And accuse them of all sorts of horrible things on Twitter until they either block me so I can't see how many Twitter followers they've got, which means I've won. yeah, Or until they have a nervous or mental breakdown. Or until they get the police to tell me to stop and desist. Which is And so you annoying. actually find those Twitter followers, don't you? And you will intimidate them. I'll intimidate them. I'll try and find out where they live, if need be. You'll go around um, there and you'll get them. You'll get them on the floor. You put a gun to the head. And they say, "Like, what, what is it you want?" You just say, "Just stop following." You know, just Todd stop Carter. following this person, Todd Carte. Stop following him now, and yep. maybe follow me if you're not already. Why aren't you following me? As my Twitter, saying, my Twitter feed's hilarious. Exactly. It's about Trump. What is, is, it, is it Todd Carte? I was in East Enders. once. Oh all his advertising is weirdly enough going back and watching the original the bill series from start to finish which of course he ended up in yes he did god that was a black day it was um so first off when did you know you were special was it before drama school i don't think anyone goes to drama school without thinking they're special do they <laughs> i mean it's just a, it's just a fucking It's absolutely true. Take your pick of what type of wanker you want today, isn't it? Self-serving. drama school makes you realise, oh, I'm not that special. I actually, I I think everyone turns up to drama school thinking, well, because I, essentially I was the best Taunton Amateur Operatic Society, Mm. which I was a member of. I was clearly one of the best people there. Mm. Suddenly I went to drama school and you had people that were slightly better than me. That was really good. They were actually. Actually, learnt their lines, for example, read the script, stuff like that. Again, I don't see that as a a plus point. So, you're in Taunton's Amateur Dramatics. What Mm -hmm. kind of. Did you do there? Eight Born. I played um, Coco in The Mikado. Lovely. Strephon in Iolanthe. And Chino in West Side Story. Chino is the one that ends up shooting Tony. Um, Unfortunately, I'm no good with accents. So I did the Puerto Rican... Is it Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican accent. Um, I did it slightly Scottish. That is a true story. One of the lines was... Maria! Maria, where are your parents? Is what I was supposed to say. Even that sounds awful. That's me yeah. trying to actually do it. Oh, that was I thought that out. was you. Okay, that was you attempting to do it right. And this is how it came out. Maria, where are your parents? Um, which was sort of a bad Scottish accent. Really. And were, so, were they, did they go with it? Were they laughing? Were they laughing at you? Taught in amateur operatic society. I mean, just you could fling shit at them, and <laughs> everyone would get up and clap. So you yeah, did, um, didn't you? Once. And I did. Yeah. Well, that's the Somersetian way, isn't it? I mean, usually you sort of throw flowers at the diva. In Somerset, you just fling shit, whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a mark of respect. And a mark of lack of respect. They just fling shit day in, day out. It's just like chimps, really. So what was it like after drama school? Because I didn't see you for years... Were you no. were you managing to get work at all or was it you, you I was you in a played, yes, didn't you? I did, I did I was in a musical uh written by the Pet Shop Boys. Ooh. Where I mean this was a precursor to Who Bummed the Butler. I played a gay rent boy and I had a, a sex scene in it. So I was bummed, I think, about eight times a week for eight six times months a week, on the Western right? stage. Were the petrol Boys allowed to join in or was it very much um, hands-off, this is the they, actors? They were in the room. Let me put it that way. They were having a good old They liked to watch. They were watch. having a bloody good liked watch. To watch. They watch. And was there a point where you are there on stage? Where was that again? Was that the Wyndham Theatre, was it? or the... It was at the Arts yeah. Theatre. The Arts yeah. Theatre. Yeah, it's not really West End, is it? It's a small West End. Oh, no, definitely not worth going through that. Was there a party when you're there, you know, bent over taking it, just thinking yeah. this is it, I made it? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when my parents <laughs> were in watching. Uh, that for me was a what? was an absolute <laughs> What did they highlight? say afterwards? What were they like with they- it? They said things like well done. Mm. Was it just that scene you were in, or did you have? No, I... Were they give you lines um, this time? They, they did have lines. I also had to uh, pretend to suck someone off in a toilet. This is all true. Mum right. and, and Dad, did the Tauntons amateur dramatics group come down? <laughs> yes, yes. And they wanted to put it on themselves, but of course they couldn't get the license. <laughs> but um, what else? I also and I died of an overdose at the end. I died of a, a I went into a K hole, is what they call it. A K hole. A good role. Um, Oh, lovely. lovely. What I research didn't, did you do for that? I took loads of ketamine and um, and sucked a lot of dick. Great. Simple Great. as that. Why not? Uh, namely, Neil Tennant and Chris Slows. That's how I got the job. Yeah. I was going to say, is that how you got it? You know, did you have to sleep with anyone? Yeah. In my case, it's often the case of not yeah, sleeping yeah, yeah. with anyone. You yeah. know, people say to me, look, don't try and sleep with me and I'll give you the job, which is a little galling, but yeah. still, work's work, isn't it? When you're going for an audition, which you don't bother doing anymore, mm. do you? Do you even bother auditioning no, anymore, no. or are you just Jonathan? Powell? No, but I might have to start quite soon. Yeah, you might no, have I to actually, yeah, for sort of five years. Yes. Yeah. Well, there isn't any though. There isn't any, darling. So, no, there um, aren't any. No. When you do go, what sort of techniques do you employ to try and throw the other actors off? When you go for an audition, there's the room where the audition takes place and then there is the room just outside where you've got all these people smiling at each other. This is the worst bit of the audition, chatting to each other, especially when they've worked recently. You've got these people chatting, telling people what they've been up to. Recently. Well, I did a bit of a beat. Oh, well, I was yes. at the RSA. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. So what I tend to do is walk in there and you just walk around the room and you just <laughs> slap them all around the face. Right. Get them really shocked take a slash in one of their bags or just do whatever slash, you can. Just piss in their back. Piss in their back. Whatever. Wow, whatever it I takes. Love also, because I'm from Somerset, you can throw shit legally. So I just throw poo around, smear it around the place. Put the other actors off. That's yeah. what you need to do. Make them feel if um, they get this then, job, they're dead. That kind of thing. Yeah, you'll go around, you'll murder their dog or something. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And then how I prepare for what happens when you're in the actual audition room, I tend to, again, don't learn lines
0: Yes. whatever
1: you do no. don't look at the script make probably shit big yeah Yeah. that's exactly. what I say shit. in auditions make... I, I bring the script I throw it on the floor and I go I haven't bothered reading that because it's probably this is shit. shit it's probably shit and now let me give you Watch a selection this. of my best bits is what yeah. I tend to do yeah, yeah. I like to be what I call a quadruple threat mm. I sing a song
0: mm-hmm.
1: normally a Gilbert and Sullivan mm-hmm. Uh, I do a dance, because I've got a uh, tap dance up to grade three. So I tend to do just a little bit of tap. Is that impressive? A little, no, but it does demonstrate where I'm at with my tapping. Right, okay. Um, so you know then I do not a, a li-
0: yep.
1: I yep. like to do a self-pen soliloquy. Great. Uh, the other bit, I, I like to, so, I bring in a, a lot of kit and I fry them up a, an egg sandwich. Lovely. Just to prove that I can cook with eggs. A camping stove. It's lovely. When I was auditioning for uh, the RSC, I cooked them full English. Oh, wow. I didn't get the part, but I did manage to get a job in the, um, in the canteen in the again. downstairs. Yeah, so, that's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you sort of start the oven and the frying process before you start the audition? Get it what frying. I like to do is I like to set it up, get the hob going, get the oil, yeah. and then you do the tap dance whilst the right, oil is okay. heating.
0: Well, put that- the egg
1: in. Yep. Um, once the egg is in, then you sing a little doo I'm the very model of a modern made general, something yes, like that. Yes, yes. Dish out the fried egg sandwiches in time for the soliloquy, which is mm-hmm. normally the point where you know whether you've got it or not. Um, to normally have the sandwiches either thinking. way, you know, if you want to have, in enjoy the, park, the sandwiches, great, if not, enjoy the sandwiches. Uh, Ask uh, a couple of quid if, if to you wanna, your, your costs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, you know, it's not expensive eggs, but. They don't pay for themselves eggs, do they? No, no. I mean, I imagine you're probably the only person who still gets caged, aren't you? I prefer caged. Yeah. And there's something. Uh, uh, it's like, you know when you go for a poo and it's quite hard and it's quite a difficult process Yeah. and the end result is so much more satisfying. I find if an egg's been laid through pain and misery, that Torture. it tastes yeah. tortured ever so sweeter. Sweet. Yeah, ever so sweeter. I know exactly what you mm. mean. It's so, like same, you're all this free-range beef. I just, what's the point? I want a tortured cow. Anyway, well, at least it's had, a, you know, an, a, a big death. It's, it's, it's drama. it's drama. an awful an actor. You like the yeah. drama. You love the drama. A drama. play, if you went to see a play and it was just some people having an all right time in a field, where's the fun in that, you know? Exactly. If the sound Absolutely. of music was literally just about the hills. So well, Imagine if in Hamlet... And yeah. Hamlet's father's ghosts comes along and he says, Don't worry, it was just heart failure. Yeah. Nothing untoward. Yeah, yeah. I just had a I just a dicky heart. I Hamlet. think it's a very powerful argument. I really do. I think I think you're onto something. I think, yeah. I'm not gonna agree you. with you. I've but forgotten what i forgotten what the argument yeah, same was. Same here, same yeah. here. I think it was caged hands. It was caged hands. So anyway, caged we ten. must jump forwards. <laughs>
0: and that
1: friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends
0: as a person with a very deep voice i'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns but a deep voice doesn't sell b2b and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell b2b either
1: You'd had your bum out in every theatre that would let you for years. Yes. And some it wasn't that wouldn't getting there. And some that wouldn't. But it still wasn't yeah. getting there. You were still struggling. I remember the dreary years, you know, the tough years. You must have yeah. really thought, oh you know, should I just give up? And I to be honest, I remember everyone else saying, Yeah, do. You're terrible at this. I should. But then eventually yeah. fame at last. Uh. Now, you're a classic example of someone who says it's a marathon, not a sprint. Hold on. Keep going, Tom. You may not be working now, but one day this thing called the internet's going to really take off. There'll be a thing called YouTube, a website. You'll be able to put videos on there. Also, at the same time, politics will go really crazy. Hillary will lose. Trump will win. You'll have a particularly controversial take on that. And then people will start actually giving you money. You've been saying all that for years, haven't you? 20, 30 years. I remember going around going, what do you want to do? What do you want to, you know, Hamlet? I'd like to be in in the bill. And you said all that. And it was really, at the time, I thought, this kid's going nowhere. He can barely do his triangle, you know? How's he going to do this? Um, But lo and and behold, you were 100% right. I always like to be 100% right. What's the point in being 62% right, 73% right? I've a 100% right. And the thing is about me and what I do with Pi, which now that we've come to the crux of it, yeah, I am 100% right 100% of the time. And everything that I say yes. and everything that Jonathan Pi says is 100% right. And anyone that says otherwise, they don't deserve life. Wow. Wow. Do you feel oh, like it's you. gone to your head at all playing that role? No, I no? feel probably more humble and, and more humility than I've ever felt. I probably yeah. am like Donald Trump said, I am the most humble person on the planet. Mm. After Jonathan Pye, that's what he said. Yes, that's after Jonathan. After, Pye. after yeah, yeah, yeah. character, to Jonathan Pye. Important point there as well. Character. It is a character. It is a character. Is. And so Jonathan Pye, for anyone who's been living under a bloody rock. I don't think anyone lives under a rock. It's a very silly phrase, but what is Jonathan Pye and why? He's a superhero, really, if you think about it. You know, in the vein of Superman, Spider-Man, Mr. Muscle. Yeah. He's a news reporter, isn't he? He's a news reporter. Okay. Truth is his superpower, really. He exposes truth through the clever use of swear words, uh, such as bum, bollocks, tit and fuck. He can use those words to find truth and out untruth. So in a way, you're still exposing yourself just where once it was your bum, now it's the truth. Never um, the quain shall meet, in a way. Oh, my God. I mean, it's complex stuff. You mm. know, it's smart satire. Words like piss, wanker. What was the one what done it, as the son says? Was it the Hillary and well that, well, that made me sort of a global megastar, but I was a mildly international superstar before that. I did one about just the state of how shit the fucking world is. And everyone seemed to like that. And then about a year later, Hillary Clinton lost the election, thank God. And Donald Trump became president. Oh, it's just, you know, I've got a career out of that Absolute man. And I love it. I love him for it. There has been a backlash, and you've been called all sorts of things from a loony lefty to a Nazi apologist. Mm -hmm. Where do you sit on that spectrum? I think you can be both. Really? I think you can be a loony lefty and also still apologize for the Nazis. Nazis. I can apologize for them. Um, Actually, thinking about that, isn't it? That is the case, isn't it? (laughs) Yes yeah a lot um, of far left uh, people do end up apologizing for um, ap- apologizing the for arts. the Nazis i mean i think the thing is if you were to listen to and they're all right they're mm. all right these sort of the set of sort of woke comedians all of them oddly uh, enough write columns in the guardian they've suggested that i have far right tendencies and and they're absolutely right i I mean mean, i i I, I always i always find the best way to promote nazism Mm. is to write satirical comedy about donald trump and the tories and occasionally have a go at the guardian that's the best way for as opposed to for example joining britain first I prefer to just make jokes about Boris Johnson and and within those jokes, there's a hidden Nazi. You're very slowly picking away. at. at, at Yes, I get what you're doing. It's very clever. Um, And it must hurt sometimes or do you not give the tiniest of shits?
0: I used to give a lot
1: of shits, and now uh, I don't give a shit anymore. If you genuinely think someone's a racist because they dare to point out the excesses of woke culture, you're an asshole. Um, and therefore, something happened um, last year. There are these two comedians who have a podcast on the BBC. They've got employed by the BBC somehow. And they do a podcast about because you haven't, uh, have you? Uh, no, I've never, no. never, no. Um, I mean, you tried, did, didn't you? I did. It um, yeah, wasn't, yeah. allowed, wasn't allowed through the door. Um, yeah. And they, they do a comedy podcast about men's mental health. So, I mean, as you can imagine, it's hilarious. And there was an article in The Guardian saying that Terry Gillingham had written some articles saying, you can't laugh at anything these days, can you? Uh-huh. And they said, well, Terry Gillingham is thick. And then right next to it, apropos of nothing, it said Jonathan Pye is thick. Um, and I thought, I thought that was very odd that suddenly they're putting words in my mouth. But what I liked about it is one. Saying Jonathan Pryce thick is probably the most stupid thing I've ever had written about me because he doesn't exist; he's a character. But also in the preceding um, sentence, these people had decided to lecture a Monty Python about comedy, and that actually oddly was a moment where I read that article, and for a split second I was really angry, and then I just laughed at the stupidity of it. And ever since then, I've sort of gone, Do you know what? If people want to throw insults at me, they're more than welcome. Oh. got very serious no was no, no it's nice'm yeah, sorry little, I'm sorry behind the bullshit well they're probably yeah. two of my friends but yes, they probably are they probably are Fuck but it. as are you you see I can have friends from all across the well, you can have far right friends like me, yeah and uh, you can have loony lefty friends like them yes you? so let's finish with the all important <laughs> process, of course. Yes, so that's equally important to you. So, how do you get into character? How do you find the character? I like to hire a room, a big, big rehearsal room, but just me, mm-hmm. and spend three or four weeks in that room. Um, it's the little things. Imagining how they brush their teeth. Mm. When I did Macbeth, I played Macbeth, on it. right? And I remember spending three days wondering how he'd have clipped his toenails. Was it like a Scottish sword? You and like a. Guy. A dagger. A dagger. Right. right. Not a full, um, sort of, you know, what of the Highlander type thing, because that would take no, your no. toes clean off. So let's say, let's, let's Sorry, just yeah. put you on the spot. You're playing a tiger right. in a rainforest. You're, up, you're going to be playing this tiger in a piece at the National. It's the poem Tiger, Tiger Burning Bright, but turned into a play mm. for no reason. In a rainforest, you're being hunted for no fault of your own. Where do you begin? Mm. What's the first thing you do to get into that role? Because that's a big leap, isn't it? I mean, Jonathan Pye is an even bigger leap for you, obviously, because it's nothing like you. Nothing Nothing like you. Tiger. Um, I would commit a crime, a very bad crime, Mm. and then I'd go on the run for just a couple of weeks. In real life? In real life. life, In real life. Just to know what it felt like to be hunted. Mm. And then, of course, I'd, you know, after a couple of weeks, I'd turn up to the police station and say, hey, it was just process. Sure. Don't worry about, just don't worry. About, I'll talk to the family. You'd claim act um, as process. Yeah, which you can do. Um, so I'd be chased a lot. Um, I'd probably grow my teeth. right. Can you, know, you do that? I mean, do you know how to grow your teeth? Well, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And I, I, so I'd grow my teeth. Uh, and if you can't grow your teeth, then I don't know how to do it. Well, well then um, you know you're going to be a tiger. I know what you mean. Well, that's very good. That's a good answer, darling. That's a good answer. And have you ever had that thing where you've got a character and you've never been able to get into it? You just couldn't land it. And what did you do? Uh, Fuck it off and go for a smoke? or. Uh, um. Well, uh, let's be honest, with Jonathan Pye, quite often I, I do phone him in. Mm. You know, you just sort of go, pissy Boris. That'll do. He, he's yeah. a tit. And you just press upload. That's how easy it is for me. That one got four million you just, views, just you know, not it? Pissy Boris, he's a tit. 16 million views 16 million worldwide, million. yeah. Boris is a tit. And the other one was, um Theresa's a slag, isn't she? As- slag. It's that's, funny, but also it's Anna. It's smart. That's it is very people. clever. Do you listen to this? Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. All right. The NHS. That's fucked, isn't it? Did you? It's clever because it's actually, smart. Be, right. Be, I mean, and you said that. in... And the, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just forwards. just one more, right. or one more. One more. One okay. more. Donald Trump. Is that it? Or it? Oh. D- <sighs> Oh, there you go. That's it.
0: Don't need words. I mean,
1: just saying Donald Trump was 90% really? already, but then when you added that minor grr, It's all about the rhythm, isn't it? You see, I, could, I was going to ask you, do you think success is talent? Do you think your success is talent or timing or something else that begins with T? It's Titillation. three T's. No, yeah. testicles. You've Testicle. got to have big bowls. To be able to attack the low-hanging fruit that is Donald Trump and Boris Johnson, you've to have some low-hanging fruit of your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so testicles, timing, talent, I don't know about that. I don't think you need that at this point, really, do you? We've all got Trail talent. Britain's, Britain's got just talent. At you again. Britain, well, has it? Exactly. Well, I mean, if you look at Britain's dying. Got Talent, a f- fucking dog has won it, what, three times? Our dogs are more talented than we are. Certainly when it comes to directing theatre. Oh, God, some of them are brilliant. They're brilliant. Wonderful. Thanks for that callback. That was really Thank you very much. (laughs) And just before we go, what's your advice for them young actors, for the ones coming in? Because obviously you're famous for your warmth and your guidance and your kindness to actors. What's your advice? Don't fucking bother fuck off leave it to us professionals and you young people you go and just get on Instagram do something worth acting doing. is dead acting is dead yeah. become an influencer become an influencer there yeah. you go that's my advice to him. and sack off the acting right Tom well we're going to have to leave it there I've been talking to the wonderful Tom Walker see you soon my darling take care where can we find you cheers darling where can we find you oh yeah um, Twitter YouTube Facebook Certainly not the fucking BBC. That's yeah, that's where I'm you fine. can't find me. Long may that never happen. Catch up with you soon. <laughs> okay, bye. You've been listening to Talking to Actors uh, with Man, starring Colin Holt, edited by Dan Snellgrove, part of the Great Big Owl family. Please subscribe, review and share... You can find Colin on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and the same goes for um, Anna Man. Just look it up, you'll find it. I'm Sue Clinch. Uh, Tra. Greatbigowl.
0: I'm Tilly Steele, and I'm
1: Helen Monk, and this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> It's good to practice. <laughs> a podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm going <laughs> to fucking die. And we veer wildly off track hop that sec Available on all your podcast apps. <laughs>
0: That's not <right. laughs> uh Just can you not say "er" uh, in the advert? <laughs> Available
1: on all your podcast platforms. Just search "bitchin" or "great big owl." We'll see you there. That was all right.
0: <laughs> Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket?